Hey, Tiff. What up, Chris? Let's start the song. I love this song. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? No. Hey, where Brooklyn at? Wherever could it be? Oh, where, oh, where could my Brooklyn at? Oh, where, oh, where Brooklyn <laughs> What at? about Queens? Y'all, we're finally doing it. We're finally talking about the Whack Album. So I can tell you my opinions about where Brooklyn at. The Whack Album released in 2013. Really? Yep. Huh. This is the last This is the last of an era for Lonely Island albums, I'd I think say. so. Because after this, it's, they're more albums based on other existing things they've done. Yeah. But we'll talk about later about how... Maybe that was a good thing. Maybe. Anyway, Tiffany, anything you want to say up front before we get into the first song? Hot takes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure? Actually, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I, I was just more like, if you would like to. If not, I'm happy to jump No, I got here. some. Uh, oh, I skipped hear. a lot in this album. I think mm-hmm. I, this is the album I skipped the most. Yes. Uh, I think the skits are better than the songs, and I think that's it for me. Those are some good and agreeable hot takes. So those are some lukewarm takes. Yeah. Those are some room temperature takes. My room temperature take is I think this is the point where Lonely Island hit their limit between doing their own albums and SNL at the same time. As I'm sure many of you have heard, running SNL and doing behind the scenes, which like Yorma and Kiva were both writers on SNL, is... A full-time job that can get hellish at times. I also have a theory that, because it feels like this is the album with the most, like, callbacks. Mm-hmm. So it felt like they were trying to go for, like, a rule of threes, like, callbacks thing. But I don't feel like it really works in a music sense. Yeah. And so it just ends up being really fucking awkward. Callbacks is a good word for it. Because there's actually a few songs on here where I'm just like, this is kind of a worse version of a better song. Yeah, and so it to me, in the re-listen now... Which, I, so it's really hot here, and we don't have AC. We just have, like, AC units in certain rooms. Mm-hmm. So I also had to listen to this while my partner was sitting next to me, and we both had headphones on. So occasionally, I will tell you his responses to the wild shit I did while I listened to this album. For sure. so it was very fun. <laughs> yeah, that's quite an experience. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So what's first? All right. Starting off, uh, we got Dramatic Intro. Which I still thought was fun. It is fun. My, I wrote only one line for this, and that was eh, more interesting than good. But yeah. not bad. It weirdly felt like an end of an era to me. Like, the beginning felt like a beginning to an end. It feels like a, let's look back at the Lonely Island. It does kind of, yeah, it does feel like a meta way of them being like... This is it. Yeah, it's like, we're kind of, we're tapping out, y'all. And I thought that was cool, though, like, coming into this knowing that, it hit differently. I want to know how they were beaten to death with their own dicks. I don't. I don't think we're meant to know. I think it's one of God's mysteries. We're not meant to know. No, it's not for us to know. If if we were to know, they would bestow it upon us. Yeah, it's not for us. You're asking too much of them. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, quite frankly. Thank you. I'm just doing my boost over here. <laughs> you are not doing your boost. I'm trying. What's next? Well, next, uh, we got a little ditty called Go Kindergarten. Thoughts? This is like the first big, like, single. The first big, like, attempt at that kind of single off this album. Uh, my first line that I wrote was, Robin's got a few fun lines, but could have been used better. 
I was a little disappointed. I thought Robin is such a fun performer, and I like that she was playing it straight, but yeah. I really only felt like a couple of her lines were all that funny and memorable. I like the part where she says, raise the glass, then drop the glass, then stomp your bare feet on the glass. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the best of, part. That's that chaotic logic that I wished more of this song had, honestly. I think I like the concept and the beat more than I like the song. Yeah, yeah. It, it's It's just more fun, like to imagine and it's pretty fun to listen to it is aiming for the chaos i think i live my life by <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, yeah and i like that i like the part where they ask you to punch your friends in the face yeah you know? i did mean to punch you when you got here i also like the part where yorma very angry angrily demanded that every lady whip their dick out and don't <laughs> ask how just fucking figure whip, it whip out your dick out <laughs> ladies whip your dick out i think i the rhythm of this song more than the words of this song like it is such a fun song to know yeah and that's what makes me say like i still like it because i know it and it's fun my phone's supposed to be on do not disturb but oh i'll call her back yeah sorry it was my sister and she's an emergency contact yes i think that's fair to bring up um yeah i'm with you 100 percent. very hit and miss like it better as a song than as a comedy yeah like i think it is fun to know to be able to like scream along with because i when I was told to whip my dick out, whip, whip my dick out as a lady, I did put my arm out like it was my penis, like right between my crotch and then go, like, yeah. just wave it around like it was a limp dick. And my partner looked at me and then went, you OK? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, the song told me to. <laughs> I, I was demanded. That I, I was told not to ask how. Like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh the energy is fun, but the jokes aren't quite there. We'll talk about it more on Pop Stars, but I also have a weird soft spot for songs that tell me what to do. <laughs> there is a lot of fun <laughs> to that concept. I love when a song's like, you have to do this. And I'm like, okay. Like, that is part of what made The Way Incredibad start so fun. Yeah. For who said we're whack. Because eventually it tells everyone to, like, raise their hand and shit. And I'm like, what? Me? Who? It reminds me of 90s dance music, which I love a lot. So yeah. I gotta go with you on that. Well, Tiffany. Who next? We're gonna move on on. And this next one. It's called Hugs. Pass. Yeah, uh, I wrote two things here, but the second most important one was maybe the first Lonely Island song I'd call Bland. Yeah. Just a real nothing of a song. Barely a concept, barely a joke, barely. The whole song feels like it's based off that line, you can't hug a Rolling Stone, and they said, we could do something. Yeah, it, it felt like they reversed engineered a song after that kind of funny line. Like, mm-hmm. I won't say it wasn't unfunny the first time I heard it. I won't even say the song is unfunny because it's so it, – it just feels like a wafer, you know, just like there's nothing to it. And Pharrell just – he plays it too straight to the point where it's, it's sleep-inducing. We'll talk about someone who plays some shit straight later that works really well on this album because there are so many other people on this album that I feel like do such perfect performances. Yeah, and and, and sometimes you can't help whose performance is not going to work 100% just because it's a – it's a weird way to say it. It's almost like a casting thing. I also just feel like there wasn't much to work with. Like he did his best. He did his boost. He really did. I, I think that's fair to say. I think with better material, Pharrell could have been more fun. This is also pre happy Pharrell, isn't it? Yep. And so you don't hear the sound you associate with him any yet. Yeah, this was still when he was like mostly like a producer, yeah. occasional artist. This is back when we all knew him as Pharrell Williams, and now we all just know him as Pharrell. I think this was also the year or like the year before like Blurred Lines became like a huge hit for mm-hmm. him. Which at least he had that other Daft Punk song he was on. That was much better. Yeah. Move along. 
Hell yeah. Sorry, that's all. I, I like didn't mean to boss you around. I was just like, that's all I have. This song sucks. Yeah, it's not good, unfortunately. Uh, but after that, we got an- another little one here called Diaper Money. I fucking love Diaper Money. I weirdly love Diaper Money. <laughs> this beat is crazy. The fucking I, drum going in the background. My favorite line is wobbledy wobbledy. What is it? Oh, wobbledy wobbledy what? Sometimes into my grave plot. Yes, right into my grave plot. <laughs> like it's such a stupid concept that works because of how hoard this beat is. Yeah, I, I'd say this is like the first real like hit on the album this is the first time i literally said out loud oh fuck when i heard this exactly also i gotta say i love the rap moniker of young sandwich for uh for andy samberg <laughs> yes. i also love i got the wife pussy when she says i can yeah exactly he, he was still like whoa whoa consent the best part about it is no one else can have it. And, and even, also, I can't, I can't have, have it. it. <laughs> Unless she says I can. Like, it's yeah. so funny. There are other points in this album where I would say there are some jokes that uh, they kind of fall flat because just with the benefit of time moving forward. Yeah. They're less cool. Yeah. You know, which that's. That's just art. That's comedy. That's yeah. comedy as a whole. I feel like even with like TV and all kinds of stuff, like that's just time changing. Yeah, like I don't really hold it against the Lonely Island or anyone on this album when I hit a line where I'm like, ugh, but uh Diaper Money, flawless, no yeah, notes. That's what I'm no saying. notes. It's like Diaper Money avoids all that. It's the best song so far. I love it. I'd call it an essential track. Oh my god. Um we listened to a bit of it before cuz I was giving myself a little teasy of how the album goes. Mhm. Also a little teasy, part of my new crew. Um Pretty good. <laughs> thank Pretty you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> There was that line about, like, because my kids need to shit. Like, yeah. it's so blunt. It's so blunt. <laughs> Yo, I got that diaper money because my kids in the shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> so funny to me. It really is. I love this song. It's... I love this song. No notes, but, like, in a good way. Yeah. Like, hugs, I had no notes because I couldn't fix it. It really is, like, two ends of the spectrum. Yes. Well, you know what, Tiffany? I think we got a fun little new wrinkle coming up here. Oh. We got a little track called YOLO. YOLO. I don't know what you want Yo. from me. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Hey, no problem. All right. I think this song, uh, as you can tell by the title, pretty of its time. Uh, definitely the most dated thing I think Lonely Island's ever put out. And I'm going to say, I think it's a fun bit. I think it is fun. It's not, unfortunately, because it is so tied to what was a very temporary kind of joke slash meme, that's always going to kill its staying power. But I like the 2013 pop aesthetic of the song and i also uh i and i I wrote this note kendrick lamar's dry uh economics lesson is low-key funny (laughs) now that is the funniest part of the song to me also yeah i never really jived with yolo Mm -hmm. like it's not that i think it's garbage i just never was like this one's for me but that part has always been funny to me (laughs) absolutely i just love that or you know what i respect that instead of just like saying the name and doing like a pithy little spoof of like Drake or something. They instead took it in the direction of you only live once. So lock it down and do not trust anyone. I like the doomer mentality. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. It's like, that's why I actually like it, even though I wouldn't say it was great. And honestly, I wouldn't call it essential. No, but this is like a fun album filler. Also for me personally, it It would be a bonus track and be a B side. I think that's fair. And for me, it has just enough Adam Levine. Yeah, if I'd had more, I would have been like, oh my god, he's still here. Yeah, truly. Who let him in? <laughs> who let him in? Who let him leave it out? Who? 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 Well, I think that's fair. Uh, I, I'm ready to move on unless you have yeah, any no, parting YOLO words. Yeah, no, move along. 
All right, so our next track is called Spell It Out. Now, What does he spell? All right, folks, uh, someone has typed it out, and I've found the comment. So this, <laughs> the sentence that he was spelling was, and he, he I, I think he clarified this song as like, you know, and if you don't know who I am, so this is who Andy Samberg is. <laughs> yes. Dude that has sex with pigs for money, but only as a side thing right now. I'm short on cash and have irons on the fire, but in the economy, it'll have to do. My name is Lenny. <laughs> he does tell you that his name is Lenny without spelling it out. He says, he just, Lenny. Yeah, he just says, Lenny. And then everyone goes, oh, hear me out. I have such a soft spot for a crowd or background noises in a song yeah. that like, even though this song physically stresses me out, the end of the song is one of my favorite things. Yeah, that it, it has such a specific intent to it. And also, really love the beat on this one. Also, just love the things he decides to, like, double L on. You know, like, the things that he puts together. It's just fun. He managed to take a very one-note premise and add little fun little twists in And so I can't say I don't like it, but, like, it physically stresses me out. Yeah, I can't quite commit to loving it, but I definitely like it a lot. Yeah. Almost more as a concept. Yes. But I still really respect that they did. Every time I have to remember what he spells out, I also forget that what he spells is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really obscene. It's, he's got uh, too many irons on the fire. He has to fuck those pigs sometimes. He has to. And his name is Lenny. His name. Hey, hear me out. Lenny doing his boost. Yeah. He's, he's the boost at something right now. No, I think he's doing his boost. I didn't say he was the boost. I, I think he's the boost at something no one else wants to be the boost at. <laughs> can yes. we move on? Yes, we can. Our next track is a uh, is a little thing called semicolon. Oh my god! Now, Tiffany, you have more of a history of this one, so I'm going to let you uh, kick this off. I loved semicolon. I shocking to no one. Still love semicolon so much that I made us listen to it before we recorded because there's bits in this. Like I'll take you where you've never been, Oxnard, and make you suck a bull's nuts. Oxnard. Like, it's so funny. It really is. It's so fun. It's such a concept of its time, but the joke still works for me. Yeah. And honestly, like, kind of like we, when we were talking about Turtle Naked and Chain, and I had mentioned that some of the production was dated on it, and you said that was actually kind of fun in a way. Mm-hmm. This is a song I would definitely agree with that sentiment on. Yeah, it feels very 2013, but in a fun way. This feels like a fun song that it would come Who's on the Who's the guest in this one? Solange. That's what I thought. It's Solange. She also gets some of the funniest lines, and it just sounds like having a great time. Yes, her performance in this is immaculate. <laughs> Too big for your clothes, boys, boys vest. vest. Like, it's so... Because she does tiny things with how she sings it. She does. That makes it so fucking funny. And definitely, like we were saying earlier, plays it straight, similar to Pharrell, but because the material is so much better, she just really gets to go into but it. But that's the difference. I feel like her and Kendrick are opposite sides in the sense of Kendrick had to play his very chill, very dull. Mm -hmm. And that's what made that so fucking funny. Yeah. She does tiny little things with her voice that you're like, oh, this is the part that matters. Yeah. Like, it's so funny <laughs> i also love that the way she sings that line it's like always chasing the night young squire yes <laughs> like there's so many of those that she does because she even gets to vaguely belt it out at the end yeah uh, her part and it's so good like she just is having it sounds like they all got to just have a great time making the dumb fucking song Honestly, it was a little embarrassing how much better this song was than the rest of the album at this yes, point. Yes! At this point, nothing 
You know what? At this point, top song. Yeah. Top song. Yeah. Semicolon. It really kind of shot out the lead. That was my main note from it. Also, uh, genius punchline. I love that they end the punchline within like the last seconds of the song. Oh, yeah. Those are all colons. <laughs> yeah. You fail. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it's, Once again, the classic dumb Andy Samuels like, wait, what? Like, it's so funny. It's a classic, honestly. Yeah. I Semicolon... What was the one we talked about for last album that I was almost my Iron Man 3? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. What was that here? I got Because I think that was close to this as well. Like, I would not not... Like, we had to listen to it every time I was in your car. After Party. Oh, you're not wrong. Okay, so After Party, I definitely loved more than Semicolon at the time. But that's because I slept... I didn't sleep on this album. It just wasn't as good. Yeah. And so I think I wasn't as obsessed with the songs I loved on this album like I was for Total Night and Chain. I gotta agree with you. I think just the whole album in general kind of being so-so kind of hurt the really good songs on this one a little bit at first. But yeah, Semicolon, uh, I'd say it's actually, I'd like to pair it with like After Party because those two like do very similar jokes and they're also both great, genuinely. Um, Right under your nose, Semicolon Mouth. (laughs) Opposite of North, Semicolon South. I think wait what's after that <laughs> well we're not going to recite the entire song activity. no I just love that semicolon addict line it's a good line but yeah go ahead yeah uh, that's it, it's it's so far and away the front runner uh, but that said trailing behind it not a song but a little skit called where Brooklyn at yes mm. yes which mm. I quote so much in our regular friendship (laughs) (laughs) it's this is definitely like the skit version of semicolon in that it is essential lonely island skit so like when i listened to this on that hot hot day i did the main part out loud because i still know every dumb little part that matters and so when i got to what about queens my boyfriend looked at me and then I made eye contact with him and went, Puerto Rico, ho? And he was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he just, like, shrugged at me because we both had headphones on. So he was like, what, what's happening? And I went, Puerto Rico, ho? And he was like, why is she like that? Like, he just started, like, gesturing in his head and, like, shrugging. Like, he was very unsure of what I was doing. You, he was basically accidentally playing, like, the role of Andy Samberg yeah. and Norma in this. And it made me laugh so hard that I couldn't even, like, finish it because I was, like, crying. Because he was just like, I don't know why she's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tiffany, uh, I, I, I can't disagree with you. This is a fucking winner of a skit. It's so good. I'm just going to – my only note was what I noticed was my favorite part this time, which is, is specifically in the What About Queen section. Throughout the entire skit, you can hear like soft mumblings between the other guys. <laughs> yeah. But on the second What About Queens, there is this like three-second silence that kills me just, What About Queens? Puerto Rico yes. There's nothing there. Just that silence is so fucking funny. I thought you were going to say your favorite was uh, the first Puerto Rico ho you get. No, neither one of us is Puerto Rican. Yeah. Puerto Rico ho. Actually, I'm one fourth Puerto Rican. Oh, like, I didn't know that. No, like, <laughs> that part is really good. That definitely is a hard second it's place. It's so fu- For this to just be a dumb short skit, like it's so fun. This skit in my body is so up there with my mic for me of like how much I still quote it. 
Honestly, my gut reaction to say it's maybe like their best skit, period. I can't say yet. I can't remember what else is in this album as, until we go through. Yeah, so we'll, 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 we'll look on down the rest and we'll see that. But yeah. yeah, either way, a winner, definitely. So fucking funny. All right, here's one I had a lot of uh, straight thoughts about. It's called You've Got the Look. Tell me. First thing I wrote, a three dots for emphasis. Interesting performance from Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Definitely was doing something here. <laughs> what exactly it was, I couldn't 100% get. One of God's mysteries. But I will say this. It grew on me after a while. Specifically the part where he started saying squirrel and yes. smurl. <laughs> I think smurl was like. Smurl really got me. He's like, okay, Hugh. Smurl. <laughs> well, yeah, it's weird. Like this one, like it has, I also wrote down like just music and generally, like it's a really groovy 80s pastiche. You know? I really like the vibe of this one. Yeah. I think it starts out being like, whatever, I get it. Mm-hmm. We've already done this. Yeah. But then it grows into slowly more insane. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Did he just say squirrel? Like what? And so then I start getting like, okay, okay. And by the end, I'm like, oh, I think I really like this song. Yeah, that that was kind of my journey with it, too. And specifically, what hit the nail on the head for me is uh, my second to last note on this, which is just very simply, Kristen Wiig makes the song. Yes. She comes in and she is like the piece to it. And it all just comes together. I'm like, I get it now. <laughs> oh, I get why we don't do this. You're right. It's gross. I'm sorry. Plus, you know, for, <laughs> that's still so good. It's so funny. It also helps, too, that like something that gets kind of forgotten because she doesn't do it as much except for the sake of comedy. A uh, really good singer. Yeah, I had a great time with her. Like, her, the fucking, like, background, she was like, you know, you've got the look, you've got the look. It was just really fun. Like, yeah. I remember being like, I don't care about this song, but good time. Her entire bit, like, really elevates this song. Yes. Uh, the last thing I said was, ask some deep questions about double standards in our society. <laughs> I don't. I'm a woman. Why do we like a titty out, but a ball out's too much? <laughs> I have told you more than once. I would love if men started rocking weird ball cleavage. I think it's so funny. <laughs> it is just a funny concept. Balls are just funny. Like, like, put your dick away, but give me, like, a little hint of balls cleavage. Just yeah. that middle line where your balls are. I want, I want you to be like a Miami grandpa where they're just slightly leaking out and yeah. you're, like, way too high shorts. Yeah, that's all I want. Just a little peak of a ball. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. The first half, like, confuses me, and Hugh Jackman is doing something that I don't 100% get. But then by the end... It, it, it all comes together beautifully. I think the beginning... I'm not supposed to like it. I think it's supposed to grow on me. I think I experienced this song the way I was supposed to. Okay, I, I think that's a good case for it, honestly. But yeah, I wouldn't call it essential, but no. it's close. B-side. Definitely. It, it definitely gets up there, though. All right, next one is... In that same skit slash song category with I'm a hustler? Because <laughs> there's a question mark in parentheses in the title. Oh my god, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> this is just uh, Yorma on what basically sounds like a demo mix it's of a song. The dumbest thing. It's as short as it should be. It still gets chuckles out of me. <laughs> I love how badly his vocals sound on this Yes! Part. Not just his performance, but no. the fact is, there's no mixing. Like, no. the beat is happening, and it sounds solid, and then his song just, he just comes in, I'm, I'm a hustler. hustler. <laughs> That's what I are. Like, it's, 
like the first or second take and I have no notes. <laughs> I I did drop one note and I'm sorry. This is going to be like kind of a buzz killer note. Okay. <laughs> but I couldn't help it. I did write down, whoa, dropped a genuine Italian slur. Yes. <laughs> that part I was kind of like, I couldn't help it. There's just, you know, there's those parts of the song. Yeah. For me, I'm just kind of like, whoa. Like, oh, that caught me off guard. Yeah, I think in the moment I was like, what? And then I haven't listened to it again since because it's not a top pick for me. So I don't really care enough about it. And the rest of the song is still really funny. It's still a funny concept. Yeah, yeah. So I don't hate it. Yeah, but like, I don't need it. It's not even a B-side for me. This is perfectly good album filler. Yeah, that's all it is. All right. Next, we got Spring Break Anthem. Go ahead. You're the reason I loved this song, because I <laughs> slept on it, and you were like, no, Tiffany, go listen to that song. So funny enough, my first thought that I actually wrote down is not really about the song, but about my thoughts with the song. Uh, and Tiffany, this is going to be more about our history than anything else. Yeah. I've always associated this song with the 2013 movie Spring Breakers. Mm-hmm. Not just because, obviously, duh, they're both literally about Spring Break, but like Spring Breakers is also kind of a wild, like, it's, it's almost, almost like, like watching, watching a spring, spring break happen. happen. It's, it's less dialogue and plot driven, just more watching people party and crash. It is not the song you, the movie you thought it would be, and mm-hmm. I feel very similarly about this song. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 this song takes twists. Twist. Uh, the, the other, other big note I wrote was just a masterpiece. It's just, it's just so good. The beat is so catchy, <laughs> and the concept of going back and forth between a hetero spring break and just. Two men falling in love and getting married. I the love end of that. This song is literally beautiful. <laughs> okay, it's funny you say that. My other note I wrote was the line, two kings walking hand in hand. Funny, but also kind of heartwarming. Like, I am weirdly get a little like, oh, my heart when yeah. I hear the end of this song. You know, my favorite line is spring breakers, we get fucked up. Then find Mr. Right and get my naga must. Like, it's so uh, chill. It is. It's so good. I think I told you off the pod my, my theory that yes. this is all just about one man figuring out his sexuality. And so that's how we started with No Homo. And then we get here. And then there's a song on Pop Stars that I think finishes it out. Yeah. Where he just sadly lives in the closet, unfortunately. Yeah. You're, this little <laughs> trilogy of songs is a real tragedy. Yeah. A like, trilogy of tragedy. A trilogy of tragedy. A tragedy trilogy. Yeah. But I, I think I think it's, it's funny. Perfect. And it's true. It's like they all are kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one, it really is just so good. This and, one, I think, takes the thing that I loved about Dream Girl and then says, we could do that better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this does the, like, punchline switcheroo much more interestingly. Yeah. Because it's, it's in there the whole time. Yeah. And it's going between the two as opposed to a dream girl where it just awkwardly transitions. Just randomly like two men bound by the law. <laughs> also just a really fun part to sing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like this one's just a hoot and a handy to just like sing. Because it's like in this weird staccato like almost shouting kind of thing. It is. It is a spring break anthem. Yeah. I, I'd call this one a central track right up there with semicolon. You're not wrong. It's great. It's so good. All right. Well, moving on from there, we got a uh, a fun little one called "I Run New York." I run New York. It's fine. I think it's actually really good for me personally. Yeah, it's fine. In fact, at this point, I said in my notes, "Feels like the album is starting to pick up steam." I don't hate it. I just was like, "It's better than half the album." That doesn't mean I like it. I like it a lot, though. I I like. Firstly, one thing I like about it is that like. 
Uh, Andy Samberg's idea of the New York governor is clearly not based on any, like, actual governor. Not at all. It's a weird amalgamation of just what <laughs> Andy Samberg portrays pathetic men like. And when that, that, Honestly, for me, every time Andy Samberg plays someone who's, like, pathetic, I think it's so fucking funny. He is just so good at being, like, just this, <laughs> just this sad little man. I, I believe him when he says, like, I run this job and it feels like shit. That line is very fun. Also, uh, the, the last line, uh, or you know what, before that, I said this, I said outdated union jokes Yes. because at one point he talked about the labor union and mentioned them with the mobs and I was yes. like, yeah, but I did say, but at least it shits on the cops. Yep. You know, when yep. talk about police, the chief being mean, <laughs> like a high school bully. Yes. And also like, uh, what's it called? The song we just talked about a couple back. That was really good. Uh, you got the look? Yeah. I feel like it's the last verse that kind of pulls it yeah, together. Yeah, it is. And that's why I can't say I hate it, because it does get pulled together for me at the end. Yeah. But, like, there was nothing in there that made me go, like, this is for Tiffany. I was just like, oh, this is fun. That's fair. This kind of reminds me... Do you remember the name of the man no. who made that song that was like, Because when I arrive, I will take you higher. Kevin, Kevin something, right? R- Rudolph? Rudolph, that's it, yeah. Is it Kevin Rudolph? That can't be it. It's something like that. Well, at least we I'm going to look it up. The song is called Letter Rock. So I know least, that. Yeah, if we know that, that's going to be easier. I'm Folks out there in podcast land, I'm putting my money on Kevin. I'm getting a real Kevin vibe from Let It Rock. I'll be real disappointed if it's like Caleb with a K. In fact, I, I'd really really... Oh my god, Kevin Rudolph. I, we were correct. Hey, there we go. Yeah, this song, I Run New York, it almost sounds like a very slight... Kevin Rudolph parody because it's got that kind of semi rock thing in the background. You know, I weirdly loved him and I loved that album. There was a lot of fun on that album. I, I made you listen to some of the ones I loved that weren't singles. And they were fun. Yeah. And I still have a lot of fondness for Let It Rock. Yeah. Uh, even Lil Wayne's verse. Uh, a pretty good verse, honestly. We that, can't do this. That, I know we just talked about it. We so. literally can't do this. But since this is out of order, I just want to say he was okay in that one. Um, but. Yeah, the last verse, once he's dressed like a Shogun fighting the giant monster <laughs> That rats. is where I had a good time. Also, I wanted to ask you, personally. Yeah. What do you think of Billy Joel Armstrong in this role? I forgot it was him, mm-hmm. and then I got to the song, and then I heard him and went, Whoa, okay, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels more like stunt casting. Yeah. But it's fun, but I I, I don't hate it, but it made me go, I'm so sorry? <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the intended effect. It's more for you to be like, whoa. Yeah. Do Armstrong. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still like it, but I do agree with I would just barely call this an essential song. It wasn't for me. I definitely put it below semicolon and... Oh, yeah. Like, if this had to be a bonus track. Not even a B-side, but, like, bonus track. I'd put it a little higher, but it seems like we both generally, like, yeah. don't love the song. So yeah. I think that's fair. All right, next track, I Don't Give a Honk. Tell me how you feel. Uh, when it comes to this song, I kind of don't give a honk, honestly. Cool. I said, if he liked this, I need to know in my brain. I literally said, if he likes this, I don't think my friend likes good things. I just, it's just a worse version of Punch You in the Jeans. Yeah. It's like, you remember how Punch You in the Jeans had like really funny like puns and like smartly written lines? What if we just randomly put the word honk in the middle of sentences? It also felt like, um... It feels very of its time, because I feel like this is also around the time we were watching a specific YouTube video a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was with you. And at one point, he changes out the word, like, fuck for chainsaw. And it was, like, very big of the time to just, like, be like, ha look. Yeah. But, like, 
this even compared to that isn't as good and it also felt a bit reverse engineered to me and that since so they have a line about punching in the jeans mm-hmm. and so they were like ah callback yeah this is why i said this album feels like it was comedy wise full of callbacks but does not work very well yeah this this one especially feels the most like just a rehash just uh we're out of ideas so we're just gonna try what we did again mm-hmm. and i feel bad saying that i will say this though the part where Andy Samberg says, yeah, not I mean, that's good. I well, like that's just because that. it's fun to say and it's fun to hear. Exactly. Just like bonus points, I had myself a little giggle. Uh, also, I do want to say, though, I liked the idea at the very end of the song when they made up a fake quote, had John Hamm say it, and they remixed it. And you know what's funny, too? That quote he's doing is like, it's like, it's like, I'm not honking around here and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a spoof of his performance from a 2010 movie called The Town. But he, he because he says fuck in the movie, he's like, we're yeah. not fucking around here. Which was to me just like, that's such a weird niche idea for a spoof. John Hamm doing his The Town performance. Not for me. Yeah. I like, but I, I was not the intended audience for that John Hamm bit. Yeah. I, I just like the idea. I do love John Hamm. I like the idea of making a fake sample to use in a rap song. I yeah. think that's funny. But yeah, other than that, this is a pretty big miss. Hard pass. Yeah. All right. Well, after this, we have a, another thing called. Three-way, the golden rule. Have fun. Not enough Gaga. That's my first note. She's fun in this, but she so feels like... She feels less present on the song than any other guest has at this point. It also feels so weirdly, like, focused on, like, we're not gay, don't worry about it. Yeah. And so it made me hate this song. Yeah, it was just like, we just had Spring Break Anthem a couple songs back. Like, Why are we doing this? It made me hate this song because of how focused they were on like there's a lady between us so we're straight men yeah i could even i really couldn't even get to the beat that much like i told you last album mother lover like you had a great time in there yeah i was gonna say you can argue whether or not it's as good or funnier or less funny than dick in a box all i know is like that song just genuinely makes me happy as a song this one barely it it just feels like it, it really feels like this joke is running out of gas and I'm, and it for- also sucks that I love a song where I get to just say, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Didn't care for it. Didn't care. The, yeah, that was a big thing. I kept listening to the song being like, I wish I liked this. I wish I liked it, but it was too, like, the gay agenda. Like, it was weird to me in that aspect. That was the crux of the song. That was the whole song is, is it was not gay if it's in a three. Like, it sucks. Yeah, it's not good. Also, there's a part in the last verse where he, he just stops and goes, helicopter dick. And it's like, yeah. I'm listening to him say this and I'm just like, this actually is not a joke. He is just talking about helicoptering his dick. Yeah. And it's like, that this, you know what? I will say this, Tiffany. Up until this point, one thing I can't say about songs and albums, which I said about Turtleneck and Chains, is I wouldn't say any of these songs are better with the video. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like there's a song on here that's incomplete. Yeah. They're I can just, give you that. They're just not as good. That's just the thing. The trade-off is, unfortunately, they're just not as good. Like, this one, I can't even really tell you the video makes it a little funnier, because it mm-hmm. My problems with it is would still be there. Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't fix anything. It doesn't even have a moment where they're like, ha-ha, or anything, you know? Yeah. It, this song is, like, pretty closely approaching bad, but... Hard pass for Tiffany. Not even a bonus track, a B-side. Just throw it in the trash. Yeah, it didn't need to exist. Throw it in the trash. All right. Well, we're going to pick things up a little bit here because the next track is called Meet the Crew. (laughs) 
It's so funny. I've always loved this. Meet the, watching you do Meet the Crew, because I never really listened to this with you until today. This is not one we ever did together. Yeah. And you knew very specific bits that did make me laugh so hard I thought it was going to cough. <laughs> I was like crying. This uh, this is one of the songs I love about Lonely Island. It, it feels like the more you dig into every line, the funnier it gets. And also, like, I'll just say this, my favorite line, which is, I'm 12 feet tall. My life is hard. <laughs> Who's the guy who doesn't know why they call him his name? <laughs> they call him Smooth Guy because he's drinking mad smoothie. No. You think he got my, Oh, yeah. It's like, well, I'm sim- they call me Simple Steven, and I don't know why. <laughs> My rhymes are dope and my whip is fly. It's like, I thought bullshit. it was so funny. <laughs> such a, just, this is like a great idea for, this is the perfect, I don't think any other artist besides Lonely Island can make a song like this. I will say the one who drinks smoothies is also very good because you, he straight up says you think it's because of my voice. Like, <laughs> But that just ain't true, G. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I also like that that's one third of the crew. <laughs> This, this is what I love from them. They they see posse cuts. Those are funny. And it's like, this is the anti-bedrock. It's so funny. Like, I... Essential for me. I, I, I would agree, honestly. Essential. I would agree. All right. There's not enough to say about it because it's just... Go listen to it. That's the main thing. Just go listen to it. It's kind of... That's the thing that sucks is that the best Lonely Island songs are harder to talk about because it's like, just, just listen to it. It's the performance. It's so funny. It's so many dumb voices. Wait, can we please talk about the tech that wanders in? <laughs> Rod Stewart's tech. Yeah, because then Rod Stewart comes later. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many little bits yeah. that make this perfect. I really love this one. Do you have a favorite crew member? Uh, Tiny. Uh, really? Mine is the guy that's hiding because his clothes are the same as the wallpaper. I I'll get you later. I'll say, Tiffany, that guy, and specifically Yorma's performance in that yeah. part, like, like, I don't know why, but it sounds so good musically. Yes! I just, it, like, it gets me hyped a little. It's like, I wear stripes that watch the wallpaper. And I'm just like, why the fuck is this killing it? Right I get now? really mad that he does not come back and get me later. <laughs> that would have been nice. I really wanted him to come back and get me later. Uh, but that's all I have. Sorry. I just needed no. to know if you had a physical, like, this is my guy. Because that it, his stuff is not the lines that I, like, think to quote. Yeah. But it's my favorite gag. I think that's a great choice. So, uh, an essential track. I agree with you, and essential. I, I made that a note. And we're gonna move on. Yeah, to... I think so. <sighs> I fucked my aunt. The worst Lonely Island song ever. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's good, but I think I mean, there's that, worse songs. That, that's fair. That's I mean, all I'm saying. I, for, you know what? And maybe if you threw that at me, I could disagree. But just like my gut feeling, I really fucking hate this song. I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I just don't think it's just kind of like with three way. I think making incest the crux of your entire song was a weird and bad choice. And I think it being an aunt was like, especially weird and gross. This is like, I don't, I don't really get it. If I'm being honest, I don't understand why they made this. I th- oh boy okay so i guess we're gonna talk about this on the pod so i've read some books that have some incest stuff in them yeah that's all i'll say about that no further questions and so this song was weirdly for me <laughs> like i was the intended audience for this song okay. is what i'm saying i'm not saying it's perfect but i'm saying 
it got some giggles out of me. It, at first, I did get very scared that they were too young. I also, like, vaguely worry about the age difference between them and their aunt. But, like, yeah, that's about it. That's the thing is, like, I can't even get into the joke because I'm just worried about the gross stuff around it. And it, it's totally in my own thing. I don't think it's, like, offensive or morally wrong no, or no. anything. See, that's why I can't compare it to three-way, though, because they're so afraid of being gay. Like, to yeah. me, that is worse. It's worse, I would say. I think that's fair. Uh, I guess I would also say, too, the other thing that maybe is that, like, this is the song that also most just kind of sounds like shit. I could get behind that. It's just not fun to listen to. I've already, at this point, my first listen, I'd already mostly checked out of this album. So I was like, this is fine. Everything's fine. And then the second re-listen, I was like, all right. (laughs) You know, like, it's still not a love, but it's not a hate. Yeah, I, my finger was like struggling not to push the next button every time I hear this song. Yeah, I have some of those for me. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I've just been really nice about them. I just, uh, this one's a visceral skip for me. And and honestly, it's the only Lonely Island song I can think of. Although Three Way definitely approaches that. Yeah. But Three Way, like, that sentiment sucks. And you this- literally watched me skip so much of this album. Like, that is such a knee-jerk reaction for me. Oh, yeah. So we've talked about so many that I just can't care about. It's a de- very skippable album, I would say, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, th- this is the only one that... I still skip this. Yeah, for sure, as I imagine. Yeah, I just can't say I got anything out of this, unfortunately. So. Yeah, that's all. That is all. All right, so our next little track, We Are a Crowd. We are a crowd. And we are loud. That's all I got. I wrote two notes for this. There really is no joke in this song. No. And secondly, unfortunately, it absolutely rips ass and gets me hyped. I am non-ironically very into the song. It's so fucking good. I'm so angry about how hype this song gets me. Right? (laughs) Did you notice I literally didn't skip it in our re-listen? I said, we got to do this. My, My God, God, just the, the fucking, fucking like weird trumpet, trumpet sla- sax line. Yes. In the background. It's, it's so fucking tasty. I, I'm so glad I said, oh, he's going to hate this, but I love this song. I love it too, man. I have nothing about it that makes it too special for me. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. They, I am also in the crowd. Yeah. That's the thing. They, they just, they, they, they managed to capture the feeling of being in like a sports <laughs> crowd or something. And I think they were doing it as a joke, but they just kind of made a really fun song. Made me feel like I was also, and they say we, so I'm like, yeah, I am part of we, and we are a crowd. Like, yeah, I'm here for. It. It's a very affirming song too. It's like, we all are here. We're not at home. As long as we're together, we can't be alone. This song might go on my depression playlist. I was going to say, honest. hear me out. Depressivity needs We Are a Crowd. So just for, at this point, I'm having severe emotional whiplash. Because I'm going from I Funk to Not to We Are a Crowd, which is like the most lifting a song could do for me. I love this song, quite frankly. I fucking love See, compared to I Fucked My Aunt, I would say I hated it if I had to choose between it and We Are a Crowd, but like, that's just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I love We Are a Crowd. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to think that, like, you know, it has to be... And no, it's a just a middle ground song to me. I, no, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so We Are a Crowd, a winner. I can't quite call it essential, just because... Oh, I, it is for me. It has to be. There's not enough songs I've liked in, on this album yet. That's understandable. <laughs> if, I, if I was talking about me personally... Yeah, I'd call it essential. All right. The next song is The Compliments. I just think it's cute. Aw. I, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I'm kind of getting a mild three-way vibe from this one. It, I it's feel like you get it at the end. Specifically because of those verses. 
big, yeah, yeah, the the, the two, two shorts guys horses. Yeah, because I'm not. You're right. When it comes to like the Lonely Islands, like so far, it's like this is very on brand for them. This is something they would totally say. But then there's that weird bit where it turns into a, like I think these guys like each other. Like it becomes gross. It, it starts so good and becomes disgusting. Yeah. Because I, it's more of a, can you believe these guys might be gay? It's kind of the punchline. I think that guest, this is the first time a guest verse has actively, like, either ruined or come close to ruining a Lonely Island song. I, it makes me sad to remember that, like, that kind of joke was normal. I get that, 100%. It just makes me sad. I totally get that. Yeah, so that's that's why I can't really no. even tolerate this song. It's not the worst song. It's not as I think it starts really cute because I feel like you also just don't get enough like, man, I really love this guy vibes, but then it becomes gross. Because that's the thing that sucks is like I, I feel like the Lonely Island are the perfect guys to do that kind of song. Yeah. And yeah, it really sucks. The guest first just kind of sucks the wind out of it. It does. Until that part that I will say, big bop, and then immediately like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shame, a miss, but barely a miss. The Lonely Island guys do their best. Yeah, the compliments are very cute. That is true. All right. Next up, we got a little follow-up to a classic from a credit bad called We Need Love. Didn't hit the same. <laughs> Here's the first note I wrote. I get Steve's a cunt, but geez, leave his girlfriend out of it. They called her a slut. They did. And I'm just like, whoa, guys. I, y'all go after Steve. You leave his girlfriend alone. In fact, I agree with Joke you. Joke of its time. I would say there's a lot of those, and that, that's the second thing I wrote. It's like, feels a lot meaner than We Like Sports. Because We Like Sports was so inclusive. Yeah. They, they were team captains, and they chose you, too. Like, it was still so much more inclusive, but this one was way more like, yeah, dog, fuck him. Yeah. It, that, it was that, just skeevy? It, yeah. Like, <laughs> there were parts where, like, in the past, I thought were pretty funny that kind of made me uncomfortable. Like, just... Akiva very flatly being like, I'm not a guy who's going to rape you. It's like, fuck, dude. Hold on, hold on. Now I kind of feel like you are. I kind of feel like you are. It's just like, Akiva, that was the wrong character and voice for that kind of joke. My God. Yeah, no. It's not for me. Uh, and that and sucks, because I loved We Like Sports, as you know. I agree. And I, I came around when We Like Sports. I was excited to visit this one again. No, I wasn't. I've always, I've never really been about this. Yeah. I've again, always, callbacks. Not I've, as good. I've always skipped this one. And yeah, this is just worse We Like Sports. Yeah. A shame, really. A shame. Throw it in the trash. It goes in the trash. All right. Our next and final track, Perfect Saturday. My opinion. Go ahead. This should have been the song with Snoop Dogg on it. Ooh, that would have been a good vibe. They fucked up by putting him on Turn and Lock and Chain because, as I said before, too pumping. Snoop Dogg's really chill. They were literally making fun of the kind of rap Snoop Dogg does. This should have been the song Snoop Dogg was on. <laughs> what if Snoop Dogg was Ned? <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to edit that. I laughed so hard. That's okay. Oh, fuck. That really got me. <laughs> But, like, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Do you know how hard it's been to not say this to you for days? Yeah, this this is a very good point to me. I think had Snoop Dogg been in this, like, I already think, like, oh, this song's smooth, it's fun, it's chillin', it's very, like, rolling down the streets in my car kind of music. Very West Coast. Yeah, very West Coast. And so this is the vibe of fucking gin and juice. Like, this is... OG Snoop Dogg vibes. Agreed, 100%. So, I'm so mad. I've had this in my body for more than a week, and I, I waited for the pod to say it to you. I totally see where you're coming from, though. It's, you're 100% right, and you should say it. Uh, we are a crowd. Sorry, it's just in my body now? 
I would say, uh, so even though I'd say on a whole, this album is definitely the lesser. Of Wait, the what are your thoughts on that one? I'm going to lead into that. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Because what I'm saying is like this album as a whole is lesser. This is their best closing track yes. ever. Yes, they've never closed this strong. And I liked Incredible Bad as a song, but I more like I more liked it than loved it. Incredible Bad's a hot mess. It is 100. percent Full this, of jizz. But this one right here, perfect. Full of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely love this song, and in fact, <laughs> okay. So every time I listen to the song. I love this song so much because it's one of the songs where every time I listen to it, a new bit becomes my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> In the past, my favorite part was when they were like, Ned, you got to jump out the window. But we're on the second floor. Yeah, smooth like Indo. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I love that back and forth. <laughs> so funny. What are they calling the girls the whole time? Hotties? The freaks. The freaks. I want a lot of this time. I want two comedy ladies to make this song, but the girl side of it, like what were the freaks doing yeah. before they went over? Yeah, the <laughs> counterpart. To yes, this. I want it so bad. Like this song is so funny. I also love that they straight up just say, you didn't think you were going to get fart jokes. Like it's so funny. Yeah. Also, weirdly good DJ Khaled impression. Yeah. That's... Can we talk about it? I love <laughs> That, that ending, like, it fucking... I already was in the back for this song, but that was, like, the extra stamp of approval for me. But, like, yeah, had Snoop Dogg been Ned, I would have fucking died. But, like, vibe-wise, this is a Snoop Dogg song. Yeah, 100%. And I will say this. This time, my favorite bit is not even a specific line. It's more that, for one, we talked about it, the beat is incredibly groovy yes. and fun. So, so the, the fact, fact that Ned is introduced <laughs> when the beat has these beautiful strings come in and all of a sudden it just kind of lifts and becomes classy while this disgusting man enters the scene. I love it so I also much. love the vocal variety of like our main dudes being like, yeah, we got some freaks coming. And then Ned being like, I need your bathroom. <laughs> like the variety kind of gives you whiplash, but in a way that I love from the Lonely Island. I do love that too. It's like, okay, Ned, thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> hear me out other than adding snoop dog that's my only note like it's perfect it's I, essential for me i agree i agree with you 100 percent. so, so tiffany, tiffany we've been saying this word essential a couple times yeah and what i did and i told you this off the pod yeah is i went through every one of these three i'll call them mainline uh lonely island songs uh albums and i jotted down how many essential tracks i would put on them yeah for Incredible Bad, I would say 11, roughly. How many are on Incredible Bad? How many songs in general? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. It's okay. I will bring it up. Luckily, I have uh, my phone nearby, so this will not be hard. Okay. Incredible Bad has 19 songs. Okay. So you're cutting a chunk, but like, and I think, it's still a good album. Yeah. And, you know, and when I say essential, like, I'm leaving out, like, good songs. Yeah. And. Turtleneck and Chain also had 19 tracks, and on that one, I 20 found if you count Reba. 20 if you count Reba, and counting Reba, I would say that was eight essential tracks. I think so. I'd cut a lot of that out. It was seven before Reba. Reba's so good. I still can't believe not everyone was bopping a Reba back in the day. And for the Whack album, six. Out of? Uh-oh, he's looking. Uh-oh. It is six out of? 20 that's sad yeah 
Yeah, that, that was just, unfortunately, that was my experience. Although, I might bump it up to seven, because I was kind of debating on where to put We Are a Crowd. We Are a Crowd's in there for me, I'm sorry. That, no, I, I, I would never take that away from you. What is your top sketch? That Songs is, do still count? Yes, but, yes. Uh, but if we are just talking specifically in that sketch category, um... Oh, this is actually going to be hard for me, isn't it? It's hard for me, because I don't want to steal. Don't. You know mine is where Brooklyn at. You know mine is where Brooklyn Where Chris, how much do I quote? What about Queens? Meet the crew. Oh, Meet the Crew is a good gong. I love it. It's a gong. It's a gong for sure, but it's a great one. It's a great gong. I'm really mad that that feels natural to say now. <laughs> favorite song? My favorite overall song. This time around, my heart really leapt for Spring Break Anthem. Ooh, good, because mine was Semicolon. So, so semicolon and where Brooklyn at? Those are your where choices. Brooklyn at? Yeah, both good choices too. I think so. So yeah, a lesser album overall, but they're still good to be found. It was still fun. Like the shit I didn't like, I was like, I guess I'm here. But mm-hmm. the shit I loved, I was like, we back, baby. I would say there were two songs on here that made me mildly uncomfortable. Yes, there was a lot of me going, oh no. Yeah, and normally in the past albums i would say it was less songs and more moments that made me uncomfortable with the exception of course of no homo yeah that that one having to sit through that is vaguely in a different way how i felt having to sit through three way of like yeah this whole joke is just i'm not gay and it sucks well speaking of three way i'd say three way uh, I fuck my aunt and no homo are just an unholy trio. <laughs> we can't ever put the pieces back together. Satan will rise. <laughs> well, you know, Tiffany, uh, that's the last kind of main Lonely Island album because after here, things are going to get a little different. So we're still going to talk about the last two, but for pop stars, it's a very big thing in our, our friendship. So that one's going to be way easier. So it'll be kind of like this one and the other ones have been. Yeah. But the last one, Bash Bros. Mm-hmm. I've never done. So there's going to be a lot of time between because I want to watch it and take in the album before I like come at y'all with opinions. Yeah. We'll let that one just stay for a bit. We'll let it marinate. Bash Brothers is arguably the one we've experienced the least. I've seen it yeah. once and I did listen to the album on repeat for a while but i have no knowledge of it yeah the album is about the length of an ep it's very short. yeah it looks really tiny uh but pop stars i'm so excited for i don't think there's a song on pop stars that i skip so we'll talk about it for sure and i think uh we're gonna just to kind of give off like a small wrapping off point since we're kind of ending a phase of Lily island's career i'd say uh, we, those are the last two we're going to cover. Cause I don't feel like we need to cover, let's say we talked about how we're not going to do their pre stuff. And also, I don't think we need to talk about at least on this format here, the movies that the Lonely Island crew were involved in. Like for instance, I love MacGruber. I've still never seen it. Yorma directed it, but he's really the only one involved with it. So I don't really consider that a Lonely Island project or the Akiva Schaefer film, The Watch or... The new, even though Lonely Islands were a big part of it, the new Chip and Dale movie on Disney Plus, I wouldn't consider a solo. Because then I feel like we'd have to go into Brooklyn Nine Nine because of how involved Andy Samberg was, mm-hmm. and like we just don't have time for that. Yeah, so we're that's why if anyone's curious, those are the parameters. We want to kind of stick with Lonely Island Project with all three like of our boys. They all, here. Yeah, all three of our boys together. 
all together, all taking the lead. On yeah. It. So that's why the next two things are going to be Popstar and the Bash Brothers. I think so. Cool. Hey, do you want to tell them where we at instead of where Brooklyn at? Well, I think y'all know where Brooklyn at. But for we, we are at Twitter. It is our main social media platform, and our handle is at JokesterPod. That is at JokesterPod, J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. And uh, if you want to reach us a bit more intimately. Uh, not for sex reasons. Not for sex reasons, but for just like fun, non-sex, non-feet reasons. Mm-hmm. I thought you wanted feet. I don't. No, me either. I was scared. Why would you say that? I genuinely thought you did at some point. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you thought that about me. I did. I thought you were a nasty foot man. Uh, well, thank you for asking, at least. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, if you want to reach us on email, you can find us at jokesterpod at gmail.com. I will not respell it. Tell me they can leave other stuff. Um, since. Oh, I broke. Okay, so what happened was. It's all good. It's all good. My brain just went, do you know? I do. Find us where podcasts are. Leave us reviews. Make them nice. Make them five stars. Go subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. If you hate your dad, don't tell him. Don't let him have joy. But go find us where podcasts are. And <laughs> it's got punchy at the end. Nice, and though. then <laughs> go leave us reviews. I want goofs. I want compliments. I want you to tell me that you love me more than you love Chris, but then also talk about how you like him as a person because like, he's my friend and I don't want you to be mean to him. Yeah, be, be level-headed about it, yeah. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like... That's what we want from you. And I want to end this episode the only way I know how. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico ho! Puerto Rico ho! All right, all right we got to go. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye!